Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome to the Cow Corner Podcast with me, the Dolly Dropper, James Hurl, Mr. Birmingham League Ton, Andy Harrison, Jamie Martindale, and the King of the Hoppers, Joss Elliott. For your latest dose of all things Shropshire Cricket. And welcome back to another episode of the Cow Corner Podcast. And I'm once again joined by the man himself, the Birmingham League ton, Andy Harrison. As we go on to another episode of My Best Eleven. Tonight we've got someone who's played for Shropshire, Staffordshire, Quat, Whitchurch, Mere Heath, Port Hill Park, Loughborough Lightning, Canterbury Magicians... Lancashire, most recently moved to Warwickshire and has also taken part in England's Academy. She's got 6,648 runs, including 29 50s, 600s, and 206 wickets, including two fibers. Tonight's special guest is none other than Eve Jones. Welcome, Eve. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Good to be here. <laughs> That's some resume, Andy. She's got more clubs than you, mate. Yeah, it's not bad, that, mate. I tell you what, I'd rather be a bear than a pair as well, to be fair. Give it that. <laughs> that took some getting through. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, some, some fantastic clubs in there. First things first, how did it, how did it all start for you? Uh, well, I've always played. I've always played cricket for Whitchurch. I grew up um, in going through the junior section there and and playing with the boys. As there wasn't really much opportunity for the girls at at my age when I was younger. So um, yeah, and then I developed into the playing into the men's team. So still playing for Whitchurch now on a regular basis as and when I can. And um, yeah, started again with Shropshire age groups and worked my way up to up to the senior level. Um, and then from there, try to progress my career and play at a higher standard. Um, so that was why I moved to staffs. And then since then, I've moved to Lanks and now 
um, Warwickshire. So, yeah, it's been a bit of a journey, but um, it's, it's, it's been exciting and really enjoyable. Yeah, so you move in from Shropshire to Staffordshire and then uh, eventually, uh, well, via Loughborough Lightning, uh, you got the move to Lancashire, where in uh, 2018 you were made the captain. Would you say that was one of the biggest honours of your career so far? Uh, yeah, definitely. I think um, I got the opportunity to to move for both the county system and um, for the KSL to play for Lanx Thunder in the KSL and the Lanx women's team. And then having a year there, we uh, actually had a really successful season winning the double. And then the year after I was um, promoted to captain. So yeah, it's a really good, big honour for me and um, a good learning curve as well. Who was, who was your coach at Lancashire at the time? Um, we had Steve Titchard, who was um, the original um, coach for the, for the Super League. And then we've had Alex Blackwell as well. And then um, for the county system, we've had Dan Atkinson for the first couple of years, where we had really successful mm. season winning the double. And then um, we've had Atik um, Uzaman, who's the Pakistani, former Pakistani wicketkeeper. So it was oh, wow. good uh, to have him around. Um, yeah, I bet, yeah. Uh, yeah, so we had, he had quite a good input in, into, our, into our team and his knowledge was really good to, it's good to pick his brain as well about different things, especially being captain. We had quite a close uh, relationship, having a lot of discussions on team selections and different tactics and, and whatnot. So yeah, it's good to have him about. Uh, being a part of like Lancashire and obviously Loughborough and being, well, in the, when, in the beginning of obviously the KSL, how much of an effect has, do you feel has that's had in kind of like the awareness in women's cricket? Yeah, I think, I think the game's actually grown so much in the last four or five years from, uh, from having, it, having the KSL. Um, I think the exposure we've got, um, playing better grounds, um, playing in different stadiums, um, having exposure of playing live on Sky Sports, which we've never, ha we've never experienced before. Um, so you, you see different pressures and you have to perform under different pressures, which you're probably not used to, which I, for one, wasn't used to. And it took a bit of getting used to. And, but um, at the same time, it was a really exciting time to be involved in women's cricket. And even now with the, with the 100, which is hopefully going to um, happen this year, um, hopefully that can move the women's game on even more. Mm. Yeah, so you've, you've well... It's taken you all over the place, and uh, you even got to be part of the England Academy, which we've mentioned. What kind of an experience was that? Yeah, obviously, it's a, it's a great experience for me being involved in a program like that. Um, the training we had was really like three quick credit, like every other weekend, where we went up to Loughborough and, and had a three day camp, which just included everything you can think of with regards to cricket, with fitness, the mental side of it, the actual skills. And then um, having the opportunity to go and play abroad as well. So I've been really lucky and I've been able to go and play in quite a few different countries and experience the different conditions and um, mm. actually pushing myself and challenging myself against better opposition as well. Mm. Fantastic. And, uh, yeah, final one before we move on. You've recently made the move across from <coughs> Lancashire to, well, a bit closer to home, to Warwickshire and the Birmingham Phoenix for the 100. Are you... You're looking forward to the move. How did it come about? Uh, yeah, it originally came out. Uh, came about from um, picking up a contract for the Birmingham Phoenix. Um, 
and then I had the discussions with uh, coaches and people, the board members, and they spoke about potentially coming and playing for Warwickshire in the county system as well, so I can get familiar with the coaches, the setup at Birmingham, Warwickshire, um, the players. So it seemed like a like a no-brainer really, and it's close, probably close to home just about. Probably not too much in it, but um, yeah, it just made sense to play all my cricket in, in Birmingham really. Are you looking forward to the 100 itself? Do you think that's going to be another big stepping stone? Uh, hopefully, if it goes ahead. Um, yeah, definitely. I'm really excited. Um, different brand of cricket. I know it's uh, not been welcomed by everybody, but I think it's one of them we just got to try it out and, and see how it goes. And I'm personally, I'm really looking forward to it. It's something different, um, fresh fresh new game isn't it really so mm. we'll just have to see if we can get out there and give it a try yeah so um, obviously playing for all these clubs is there a particular club that has you know been your favorite club or your well have you had a season where it's been your, your standout season where you progressed and done done well yourself individually uh, I'd probably say the the 2017 Lanx women's team um, the county team we we had an unbelievable season where we we never won a trophy before. It was my first season at Lanks. And um, we managed to win the double. We won the county championship, 50-over tournament, and also the T20 um, tournament as well. So where we didn't win a trophy and we went and won, won two in, in a year. And it was such a brilliant season. Personally, I, I played quite well. And there's a few other team members that stood up and, it was good to see a lot of the other girls progress as well from there. Mm. Fantastic. Uh, so yeah, that's probably my favourite. Your name player really? of the year as well, weren't you, in 2017? Uh, it was one of the leading run scorers as well? Uh, yes, I was. I thankfully <laughs> managed to Sorry, I'll drop, I'll drop that <laughs> runs as well. She's <laughs> <laughs> been very modest so far until you dropped her in aerial. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was it was a really good season. It was really enjoyable. Even better when you score a few runs as well, isn't it? So um, always, yeah, can't complain. <laughs> <laughs> so you, when you took on the captaincy of Lancashire, was there someone who um, who you modelled yourself on? Is there a particular captain that kind of really inspired you? Um, yeah, I think that the previous couple of years before I got the captaincy, I played a lot with Amy Satterthwaite. Um, who's now the former New Zealand um, captain. And she played a lot, of a lot of cricket in Lancashire, playing for Thunder, and then she played a few games in the county team as well. And she, she's just such a good person to, to try and replicate. Like, she's so calm under pressure and um, thorough, and she led from the front. And she's somebody I'd really like to aspire to captain like. She, um, she used to get the best out of her players. Um, and she was a typical Kiwi, really. She she got on well with everyone. Um, she had respect for everybody. Um, and she was just a great people's person. And her knowledge as well was just mm. next level. So she's probably someone I'd like to aspire to be as a as a captain. As someone who's been a captain, uh, how do you move into a new club? Do you look to kind of take the uh, back seat and just kind of uh, just let others get involved? Or is the, is the reason that you've been brought in though, those kind of reasons into the Warwickshire Birmingham setup? Um, I think as, as a player, I'm probably one of the older ones in the, in the Warwickshire team coming in. So um, I'd look to, I would look to be a bit more of a leader in that team and help, help out the younger players and mm. um, 
and help out as and when with with anything tactical or etc um so i don't know a bit of both really i think obviously i'm not i don't want to step on anyone's toes or anything but just there to to help if if necessary really mm. very democratic okay so uh, <laughs> okay right so <laughs> now we'll go on to the moment that um well anyone who's ever played with you is waiting for and uh, the listeners are waiting for as well Eve Jones, this is your best 11. Okay, yeah. Right, we're uh, now ready. Could we have your number one and two, please? Your opening pair. Okay, so my number one bat would be Maz Hasnane, who is a Whitchurch legend. Um, he scored probably millions of runs. I think it's over 13,000 for Whitchurch. So he'd definitely take the number one spot. And number two, I've sort of split this one. If it's a 50 over game, I'll go for Emma Lamb, my former Lancashire opening partner. And if it's a T20 game, I'll go for Danny Wyatt because we know how destructive she is. Mm. <laughs> okay, Danny Wyatt, obviously we've, we've seen how good she can be. Um, what, uh, so have you, you've played a lot of cricket with Maz, have you? Because I've had uh, some experiences of him. <laughs> I've played I played a few games obviously uh he's been at Whitchurch a few years when I was growing up so I saw a lot of him play play I saw him play a lot and um I actually managed to play a few games with him as well before before he departed um I think I uh, first time I opened the batting with him I think I nearly ran him out on a duck so he had a oh, few wow. words with, he had a few words with me in the middle and then I think he actually got a ton that day so it's probably wow. the right he does back. that he does that quite often doesn't he uh I can uh, vouch from my own experiences. I've, I've never actually got him out. I've bowled some of the best spells I've ever bowled at him. And uh, a spinner comes on, lobs one up and gets him out first ball after I've whipped my, uh, my arse off all game. So he's frustrating. <laughs> he is, isn't he? He's a good player. So yeah, definitely my number one. Uh, how much of a difference do you think he's going to make to Whitchurch this season having rejoined? Uh, I think he'll have a big impact, actually. He's... Um very experienced in the game and um, we know what he can do. He's proved it um, when he's played for Whitchurch for the amount of years he has. Um, so I think he, he's a good character to have in your team as well. So he's full of energy and gives you a kick up the backside if you need. So I think, I think he's going to be good to have around. Mm. I mean, Lovely Danny bloke. White as well, she's quite a well-known name, but what kind of characteristics does she bring to your side that you would, would love her to be opening? Uh, she's very laid back and doesn't take life too seriously. So um, she's very she's very calm. And we know how far she can hit a ball. I don't think I've seen a, a female player hit the ball as far as she has. Mm. And uh, considering she's quite small, she actually nails it. So she'd definitely be in my team. I've got to say, she um, she's had a lot of ups and downs in the England side. She's been in and out a few times, hasn't she? And uh, fair play. Well, I've watched a few games and... When she hasn't got a score for a couple of games, she always backs it up, say, that third game. She always seems to pull it out of the bag. So she's got some, some art, and she? Uh, she's impressed me. Yeah, definitely. She, um, she doesn't worry too much, and she always backs herself. So I think that's someone that you want on your team, always back, them, back their skills, back their ability, back the, that they've done the training. So, mm. yeah, she, once she gets out on there, she believes in herself, so she's good to have. Brilliant. So we've gone through your openers, and now the most coveted point, well, part of a batting lineup. Who's going to be a three and four? Okay, so 
got a couple of superstars in here. Um, <laughs> I've, got, I've got Amy Satterthwaite in at three. Um, she's all class. You want to see a cover drive, it's something else. Um, she's at three. And then we've gone for, I've gone for Elise Perry at four. Oh. <laughs> yeah, not a bad three and four, eh? <laughs> not bad at all. <laughs> Where do we get? I don't. I don't even. Can you? Can you? Um, tell, <laughs> is is Elise Perry as good as um, she comes across? Because every time I watch her, she's just amazing. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen her not perform. Um, mm. <laughs> yeah, she's she's pretty good to have around. I, I was for, very fortunate to play with her in at Loughborough Lightning first year that I played yeah. there. So, um, another cool, calm um, customer. So really good to have around and. The way she trains is just next level as well. So it's mm -hmm. no wonder she had the success she's had. What kind, what kind of things in training uh, would you say sets her apart from the rest of your teammates that you play for? Um, she has a purpose every time she, play, every time she trains. Um, she knows what she wants to get out of the session. Um, and, yeah, she, I think another one, she just believes in herself. And that's what something that as a as a coach as well, I try and I try and tell my players to actually train with a purpose. Um, um, there's a lot of kids that just come in and have a net, and they're just like, "Oh, we're trying to bat." But um, yeah, I try and get them to have a purpose in their training. So yeah. I think then we can take from her. Brilliant. Okay, so uh, that's an unbelievable four and uh, three and four. <laughs> so uh, uh, we'll have to move on now to. Five and six, and if they're anywhere near as good, uh, they're doing well. So it's a it's a good start. So yeah, can we have your uh, five and six, please? I don't know if we need a five and six after that, do we? <laughs> <laughs> well, they could put all day by the time. Five. I've gone for um, a male cricketer. I've gone for Omar Ali. Um, played at Whitchurch as well. Um, he captained the side as well, so I managed to play a few games under him and um i think he's just a class player to be honest i think mm. just like the, his brothers and cousins they're all they're all guns aren't they so they're all brilliant yeah he can bat he can bowl there's not a lot he can't do so um yeah. i think he'd steady the ship at five if um amy or pez didn't do too much <laughs> <laughs> and got, number gotta get maz out as well at the, at the yeah <laughs> <laughs> And uh, number six, I've gone for my wicketkeeper bat. I've gone for Amy Jones. Um, obviously, obviously, the Warwickshire keeper and the England keeper as well. Mm. Mm. She's fantastic. She's really come on, hasn't she, with the bat? Yeah, I think since she's cemented her place in the England side as well, she's um, really come out of her shell and, and showed what she can do, which I think she has been doing in county cricket for the last however many years. So it's good to see her perform at in, on the international stage as well. How do you think she's going to step on of having had Taylor as the owner of the gloves before as kind of one of the, as acknowledged as one of the best wicket keepers around, regardless of gender? Um, yeah, I think since she's had the opportunity to, to take the gloves leaps and bounds, I think obviously Sarah's done a phenomenal job for England over the last however many years. Um, so I think Amy's, Amy's stepped into the role really well. Um, she's just carried on from what she's done in county cricket and then with the in the England Academy games as well. So it's good mm. to see her actually get the get the opportunity on a more frequent basis. Mm. 
Um, so we've gone through five and six. We've got your wicketkeeper. So who are you going for at number seven? Are we going for a bowler or are we going for an all-rounder or are we going for another batsman? Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Uh, I'm going for another batter. I'm confident with my bowlers. Although I'm confident in my batters as well, actually. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go for a good friend of mine, Sophie Luff. She plays for Somerset. And she was um, a teammate of mine on the England Academy. So um, she's got a pretty healthy average of 49 for Somerset. So she's in there. She's a quality bat and she's pretty good in the field as well. So she'll save a few in the field. It's, it's, it's not a bad average, runs. is it? You know? <laughs> it's about 40 <laughs> runs better than Coming in at average. seven. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fair play. Right, anyway, so, uh, well, we're going to move on now to um, your opening bowlers. We're going to drop down to uh, 10 and 11. Um, so if you could start us off there, that'd be great. Well, my number 10 probably wouldn't open the bowling, but... Um, I'll, I'll go for it anyway. He might open the ball in this day in age. Might go with a spinner. Um, I'm actually going for Rod Jones. He hasn't paid me much uh, to say that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I've got hands round and he's just over your corner. He's over there. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, well, I've done a bit of digging. He's got 210 wickets at an average of 17. So can't be too bad having you in your side. Maybe back in the day when he had good shoulders, but. Um, and I've seen him block, block the crap out of um, some good bowling as well to save some games. So I definitely have him as my number ten as well. Brilliant. Worth his spot. Worth his spot. I'm sure. Eleven. <laughs> he can give me that tenner now. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, my number eleven would be Beth Langston. Um, another really good bowler that she's actually involved in the 2017 women's world cup squad. Um, and she just, she can just put it on a spot every single time. Bowls good areas, uh, good pace. So yeah, definitely have Beth in there as well. So we said that, uh, Rob may, <laughs> may not open the bowling, but, uh, so who's going at eight and nine? Uh, eight, number eight, we've got Sophie Eccleston. Um, who you'll probably know is the number one T20 ball in the world. She's um, class. Yeah. She is unbelievable. So um, fortunate, fortunate enough to play with her at Lanks. Um, really good, really good girl as well. She's. Uh, she fantastic. looks so young, doesn't she? Uh, she's. 20. God. She, it's actually her birthday next month. Um, I think she's 21. Soon. Yeah. 
Oh, bless her. She is, she is class. She's, she's going to come on leaps and bounds as well. She's only going to get better, isn't she? Yeah. Plus her batting as well is um, pretty good now, actually. So I think she's mm. someone to look out for in the future, but the batting order as well. She, you can always um, rely on Soph to come on and get your wicket. Yep. And my number nine would be Molly Strano. Um, she's actually just got back in the Australia team. And um, she came over and played for Staffordshire when I played um, play for Staffs. And um, another really good character to have in your team. Very lively. Um, doesn't take life too seriously. And obviously, good spinner as well. So, um, yeah, I'd have her in at number nine. Brilliant. Amazing. Fantastic. What, what a side. All style 11. Let's what a side. <laughs> so you've got yeah as we've mentioned that's a pretty ridiculous 11 but um they're going to be some people at home who are going to be a bit miffed so uh who 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 are the people unlucky people who have missed out um i've gone for simon dimlo till the new witcher cc captain um i think he's a bit unlucky to get in with 187 or so wickets to his name um and he's not bad with the bat either. And he's pretty lively. And you can always take the mick out of him as well. Mm. He's a good lad, isn't he? He's a good lad. He is, yeah. Um, so, but he's the, he's the first team captain this year. So he's got plenty to think about. He's probably not listening to the podcast. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> and I've gone for, for Meg Brunyard, the old Shropshire spinner. Mm. Picked up 65 wickets at 16. Mm. And also Ellie Threlkeld, the Lanx keeper as well. I think Amy just pipped her. Not a bad squad though. Yeah, yeah I'll take that. Should we get in the Shropshire League this year? I'd quite happily bring a Sentinel side to play against that team. I'd love it. Okay, right. Um, so now we're uh, past that section. Uh, would you uh, have anyone in mind? That is a future one to watch, um, you know, maybe at your current club or a- any club you played for in the past? Uh, I've picked a couple, actually. I've got uh, a male and a female. So I'll start with uh, the male. So I've gone for a lad called Ollie Moore. Um, he, we actually coach him at Ellesmere College. Um, really good, uh, really good lad, actually. He's, he, uh, he'll provide a lot of chat on the pitch, for sure. Um, but no, he's solid, solid right hand bat, top order, and uh, balls some handy off spin as well. So, um, and he's involved with the Staffordshire County setup as well. So, I think he could he could go places. Um, and then moving on to my female, I've gone for a young under thirteen player in my Shropshire squad uh, by the name of Lauren Kenvin. Um, oh, is that uh, Andy Kenvin's daughter, or that is yeah. Cricket mad oh, fan. I know Andy. I know Andy well. She's an absolute gun. Um, she's only she's only just turned twelve, but um, she's actually training in the under fifteen side with the well, actually under fifteen and seventeen side. So um, I think she's already got fifty five wickets at an average of nine. Sorry, a bit of a badger um, yeah, right. to her name. So um, she's a uh, she's definitely one to look out for. Um, if she's half as good as her dad used to be, she'll be uh, she'll be very decent because he was a very good bowler. Uh, well, he bowls at her in the nets and he's bouncing her in all sorts. So, yeah, he's nasty. 
Yeah, he is. He doesn't hold back, tell you. But, no, he um, won't. He's not that sort. <laughs> I think he's been training hard in the last few weeks as well. He, because uh, he's he coaches with me at the on the Shropshire pathway. Um, he sent me a, a video of his homeschooling. He was actually getting Lauren jumping through, jumping over hurdles in a in a bowling action, and then also <laughs> hitting balls, hitting tennis balls, and all sorts. So, I'm not sure how much schoolwork's going to happen in that household or over the oh, next. Oh, fair play. <laughs> Brilliant. So we've looked at your future ones to watch. Now we're going to go back onto yourself. A fantastic career so far, with obviously not not done yet. What's been your greatest achievement or best achievement in your career so far? Um, I've noted a couple down actually. It's quite tough when you're playing all over the place. Um, I feel, even though you score tons, I feel my best innings would be my. My 98v West Indies. I think that's probably the closest I'm ever going to get to scoring an international ton. So um, that was a pretty proud moment for myself um, out in New Zealand. Um, agonisingly short, but um, yeah, that was. I was really. Um, I feel like I proved myself. Well, I proved to myself that I could actually do it. Um, mm. So that was one of one of the two, and then. Mm. Um, getting in the England Academy and, and um, I've worked really hard to, to get there and um, trained hard and give up quite a lot actually, um, sacrificed quite a lot of things like going out and I just really worked my backside off to try and get there and, and um, the four years, four or five years I was in there I managed to play all over the world so I think that's something you're not, you're not going to do in everyday life so um, I think that's one of my biggest achievements. Is uh, playing for England that still something that you're looking to pursue? Getting yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I think it's one of them. You just got to just keep keep working hard, keep your head down, and um, hopefully put in a few good performances. I think I know now they've had a they've had a change of coach. I think the door's probably slightly a bit more open than what it was. Um, mm. And having played under the the current coach Lisa Kitely before. Um, we've already got a bit of a, that relationship of player-coach relationship. So I think I think now there's been a bit of a change-up. This might open other doors and and um, if you if you are scoring runs, taking wickets, then I think there might be a pathway into into the team a bit more. Hey, uh, just just so I know, um, you've obviously played in New Zealand, but where else have you played so around the world? Is there... uh, yeah, so I did a season in New Zealand. Um, I did a season in Melbourne, playing for a Melbourne cricket club. And then with the academy, we've done tours to, um, done a couple of tours to Sri Lanka, India, uh, Dubai, Abu Dhabi, Spain. So, oh, and I've been to China yeah. as well, which was which is a bit different. China cricket in China is um, um, not the most popular sport, but yeah, um, they're they're up and coming. So it, it was a good experience. To, to what was what was your favorite? What was your favorite place you've been to then? Oh. Was it's tough out of oh they're all pretty good they're all good experience um yeah. I love Melbourne I really did love Australia well New Zealand was really nice as well yeah um, I lived in Melbourne for uh, seven months so it was amazing absolutely amazing it's yeah I would love to go again so so what have you got any uh, future goals any big big plans obviously a, a good season in the hundred could uh, skyrocket your your profile. 
Uh, yeah, I think the exposure the 100s gain would, would be a really good time to perform. Um, I felt like I was re hitting the ball really well before we went into lockdown, so it was a bit disappointing that we had to halt the season. But I think, um, yeah, it's, it's 100 will be a really good opportunity to, for me to perform and um, put some good performances in um, and then just take it from there, really. But yeah, I think I think playing on the on that stage, on the on the big stage in front of more people, yeah. more exposure will, will um, be great. Who who are you looking forward to playing the hundred with? Um, obviously, your your new new team. So, is there anyone you're really looking forward to playing with? Really looking forward to playing with Sophie Devine again. I think uh, her games actually took off quite massively, um, mm. and now she's um, New Zealand captain as well. Her profile's um, really exploded, and I think her game itself, especially her batting, has um, come on a lot. And I think watching her in the Big Bash last year, um, she's a really good player to have on your side, and I'm glad she's on my side. So um, mm. definitely her. Um, and then we've also signed Ash Gardner, mm. um, the Aussie. So um, she's she's known to just come in and whack the ball. Yeah, she does whack, whack it. Yeah. She scored a ton in the Big Bash a couple of years ago, and I think um, we've seen glimpses of what she can do. And I think, I think if she, with the hundred ball stuff, it'll suit her game really well. Mm. Yeah, it's going to be going to be fascinating. And joining, uh, well, one of the women who's uh, based locally, who plays the Shrewsbury School, who's uh, Izzy Wong. Yeah, she's another upcoming talent. Um, I think her game's come on a lot in the last couple of years. I think the exposure she's had. Playing um, county, women's county cricket. Um, I know a couple of years ago she went on loan to Worcester, and, and that was like the start of her um, coming on the scene, really. And now she's in the England Academy, and, and she's actually bowling quite quick. So it's exciting to see how she's progressed. I think, especially, I've coached her at Shrewsbury School as well, and, and seen her development in the last few years, two or three years. Um, so it's, it's really good to see her progressing her career as well and and how well mm. how well doing at the minute yeah looking at um so, some of the paces these bowlers are buying now in the women's game who's the who's the fastest you face because uh obviously brunt can chuck it down can't she yeah uh, is there anyone yeah. out there at the moment um i think smale the south african's probably the quickest um and then perry's up there as well um so i think it's out of them three i think brunt a couple of years ago um, was a little bit quicker than what she is now. She had a lot of back issues. Yeah, she um, has. But with her experience, she's still world class bowler and mm. could do all sorts mm. with her. So, yeah, I'd probably say Ishmael's probably one of the quickest and Leah Tahuhu as well, the, the Kiwi. Yeah. So there's a particular opponent that you faced who stands out? Um, yeah, I'd probably, I'd probably go for Marizan Cat. The South African, um, yeah. she's quite intimidating. <laughs> but no, she she doesn't really give you any bad balls, and I think she's probably one of the most toughest bowlers I've actually faced. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, she doesn't give you much to hit, and I think her skill level is next next level, and that's why she's probably one of the best bowlers in the world. Um, but yeah, she's really tough to face. Um, Puts on the spot every single every single time as well. So, mm. 
And uh, final one, as we are a Shropshire cricket podcast, <laughs> how do you, how do we how do you think that Whitchurch is going to go on this year? What's the kind of how do you feel the goals are for this season? How do you think that they're set up compared to last season? Um, I think having Maz back is a massive plus for us. Um, we've got a bit of a change up. We've got a new a couple of new signings. We've got a new captain. Um, so I think. I think it's probably going to be a bit of a new look, um, but I think we're going to be looking to be up top towards the end. Hopefully, I think that's our, that's going to be our goal as a as a club. Um, try and challenge challenge to win the league. Um, obviously, we've had a lot of a lot of experience playing the Birmingham League, so we'd like to get back there. Um, but yeah, I think I think it's probably competing a bit more often this year. Um, I don't think we played our best cricket. That consistently last year, so I think I think this year we're going to probably look to and step up and um, and actually do the basics better because um, I feel we just yeah. You were a couple of batsmen like last season when I played against them. Definitely a couple of batsmen like Maz will make a hell of a difference. Definitely, so it's going to be interesting. Yeah, yeah definitely, and I think Simmers being the new captain as well, he'll probably bring a different. Um, way of leadership to the team as well so um it's probably gonna be quite laid back and well we'll see how we go but yeah i think i think having maz back is a massive plus for us um mm. it probably makes up for two batsmen doesn't he so yeah um, definitely yeah. and then if he's still bowling as well um he's obviously really good bowler still so he hasn't um, he hasn't been much but he said he's gonna bowl this year he has said he's he? gonna bowl so yeah he's not bad he's tidy i've faced him a couple of times yeah, I was doing a bit of badgering before. He's up there with the leading, leading wicket takers for Whitchurch. So, um, yeah, see how we go. If he's if he's going to bowl, then I'm sure he'll get some get a few wickets for us. Brilliant. Fantastic. Well, it's been an absolutely great, uh, well, great little pod, and uh, hopefully everyone else who's listened in has enjoyed it as much as well I have tonight. Uh, sat here, and uh, yeah, we'll definitely get you on again. Uh, maybe we'll get you on if we've had any cricket this year we'll do it have a quick update and see how your season's been going and uh, uh, yeah I'd like to say thank you very much for coming all the best at your, uh, your new club Warwickshire and all the best with, it, with the Phoenix in the 100 if that gets going and uh, yeah thank you very much no problem thank thanks. you thank you thanks for coming it's been great thanks very much all the best <laughs> it's going to take some beat in that team isn't it and uh, it is going to take some beating, I'm afraid. I thought mine was all right, but yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't, we've got we've got a big fat Aussie in Malsurf, but so I don't think he's as good as the Aussies in their in in their team. So. Surely we've got some contenders. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Quality, very true. There's some good teams though, isn't there? To be fair, there's no, been some, some decent teams. There's some decent teams. A good job I'm not doing this. My team would be absolutely dreadful. <laughs> 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 anyway, uh, Eve Jones, it, it's been an absolute pleasure. And like I said, we'll definitely get you on sometime again. Thank you very much. And also, thank you very much, Andy Harrison. No problem. Always a pleasure. And you too. You, take care. And thank you very much for listening. Until next time. Goodbye. See ya. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.